Hello everyone, welcome back to Couples Connect. I believe that you are doing great and getting better in your relationship. Thank you for listening. Please share with your contacts as well. In the last episode, I discussed why should I listen to my spouse. The focus is on the benefits of listening to each other in marriage. We talked about the reasons spouses should listen to each other. If you're here to listen to it, please do so, and you won't regret doing so. In this episode, I will be discussing engage your spouse through listening. Engage your spouse through listening. Now, so far, the conversation on listening has been on things that prevent spouses from listening to each other and the reasons spouses should listen to each other. Now, in order to get the best out of the act of listening, there is a need to ensure that it is properly done. Listening as a communication tool is a skill that couples can adopt to engage each other. When we talk about engaging each other, it's about relating with each other for results and uh, communicating bringing sharing ideas you know without quarreling okay Uh, this means that it should be a deliberate act designed to ensure results at all times a result-oriented listening is done on purpose at the right time and in the right way it is not done anyhow. Like someone said, I mentioned someone said to me the other day, uh, I listen passively, or I passively listen. And that's not the kind of uh, listening that gives results. Okay? So the focus of this episode is to explore what spouses should listen for, when spouses should listen, and how they should listen to each other. Okay? Now let's start with the purposes of listening what should spouses listen for first you should listen for explanation this is when something has happened and one spouse does not understand why it happened why it happened that way okay it could even be an action one spouse has taken that the other is not comfortable with should be able to listen for explanation. Instead of shouting or nagging, ask for clarification or explanation. <laughs> it takes um, active listening to get the kind of clarification that you need to be aware of what had transpired that you are not aware of. It's not in shouting and nagging that you get that kind of uh, result. It is better to ask questions than to nag. It is better to ask questions than to shout. Shouting on your spouse and nagging your spouse are not the best ways to get results from each other. Explanation helps understanding. So both of you Remember, our adults and creating understanding should be paramount when something happens instead of quarreling. Okay, so pay attention 
ask questions and listen for explanation. The next point is to listen for phone. Listen for the phone of it. And you see, sometimes your spouse just wants to share a story with you. Oh, do you know what happened today at work? Oh, do you know what happened today when I went to the market and all those kind of things? They just want to share a story with you. After all, they are your friends. Okay? It could be about anything. It's an opportunity to laugh with your spouse. You know? It's not a situation, mm, okay, just to make the person feel like you are listening even though you are not. Listen for the fun of it. It's an opportunity to bond with the person. So it's good to make yourself available when your spouse wants to just tell you a story of something that had happened. Okay, maybe a story somebody told them. And <laughs> it's, you know, I, I was talking with someone some time ago and they were having an issue in their relationship. And I was trying to get information from her. What is the issue? Why has she acted the way she did? And all that. Okay, to just get information. And she, part of the things she told me is that she said, ah, sometimes you just want to do a quick gossip with your husband, you know, and she's not there. He's not there. He doesn't want it. And you know what he, he she referred to as quick gossip is you know something that you just learnt and you just want to share and the person is not there. And the other person didn't know that this thing is not going down well with the with the spouse. Okay, so it's important just listen for the fun of it. Listen for information. That's another thing to listen for. Listen for information as spouses. It is important that you are open to learning from each other. Learning from each other is something to take very seriously about. You know, when your spouse shares information about something you did not know or something both of you desired to know and he or she has found it, please pay attention. Pay attention. Pay attention. Okay? You know... You, you don't know whether you'll be the one that your child will ask the question tomorrow or someone else will talk about it and you don't know anything to, to contribute. Meanwhile, your spouse had tried telling you about it the other day but you didn't just want to pay attention. Okay? And when it comes to what transpires in the home, um, somebody who has a relationship with Jesus Christ would know that we talk about getting revelation from the word of God, getting revelation in the place of prayer. If your spouse has a revelation, it's an information, it's a spiritual information they want to share. Okay? Be willing to share, be willing to receive. Also, if you are the one that has to hear it, be willing to listen for that revelation. It might be useful to you, it might be useful to the family. It might just be something that will give you another perspective. Just, so listen for information. Listen for information. That's another thing to listen for. Another thing to listen for is advice. Listen for advice. 
No one knows it all in all areas of life. Okay, in order to live in harmony with each other, spouses should give room for advice from each other from time to time. You should be open to seeking the advice and giving the advice also. Okay? Seek the advice and give the advice. Especially in that area you are stronger or weaker as the case may be. Be humble enough to ask your spouse for advice. Because you know he or she knows better in that area. And then listen for the advice. Don't just ask for asking sake. Because you don't want it to be like uh, you didn't carry them along. They have something to offer you. You don't know it. Learn. Get the advice. And now, it is called an advice. You don't... You're not forced to take it now. You might decide to leave it, but listen to it first. Because in listening to it, you might now properly consider it and decide if you want to take it or not. But if you're not even available or willing to listen and then something else happens, okay, and... That would have been part of the advice you would have received. You wouldn't like it. In that case, you don't even blame your spouse because he or she was available for the advice, but you are not ready to listen. Okay, let me just add that we should also listen for non-verbal cues. Non-verbal cues. It's given that listening is usually about what is said, the spoken word. But it's also through that it can be about what is not said. There is something to listen for in what is not said, in the mannerisms, in the gesticulations, in all those movements that happen. <laughs> uh, we'll look at the, 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 this point deeply when we discuss how to listen. However, it's essential to bear in mind that nonverbal cues bear messages. Yes, there is a message in it that must be listened for because sometimes... They are more critical than the spoken word. They are more critical than the spoken word. Some people pride themselves for not looking at the face of their spouse. I don't even, I don't even care how, how she, 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 you know, looks. It doesn't matter. Yeah, she like later or let him, let him be doing whatever she likes. Uh, I've said my own. Just I've said my own. Listen for the nonverbal cues. <laughs> they may be sending a message that is not part of what has been said. Okay? Now, when do we listen? I think it's <laughs> easy to say, of course, all the time. You listen all the time. Now, but listening to your spouse should not be a matter of when you are in the mood though there may always be that temptation to do so it then behoves of every spouse to communicate issues at the proper time to encourage listening yes it's not about when someone is in the mood but it's also essential that the communication happens at a time someone would be able to listen Okay, the time the communication happens would 
either encourage or discourage listening. So I, I mentioned in the previous episode that communicating when someone is tired and sleepy will not allow for listening. Just as communicating when someone is in a hurry to move out, those are not moments that um, you necessarily would expect someone to give attention to what you say. Okay, so if a spouse starts a conversation at a time the recipient is not likely to be able to listen, it will be better to ask the initiating spouse to raise the issue later, perhaps at a specific time that would guarantee the spouse's attention. Instead of not paying attention while the person communicates. So what I'm trying to say here is that if, if your spouse is saying something and at that particular time you know you can't pay full attention, ask your spouse to hold it. Can we talk about this in the next 15 minutes? Can we discuss this when I get back? Would you just allow me to take this nap? When I wake up, we can talk about this. Because you want to listen. Not that you would be uh, pretending as though you are listening and you are not. And then when he or she talks about it, say, why are you talking like that? Why Why didn't you Didn't you see that I, I just came back? This, that's, why, that's why I'm talking about engaging your spouse. Engaging your spouse. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Engaging your spouse. There is nothing wrong if the person has already made the error of communicating at that time and you know you can't give attention. Ask the person for another time to talk. There's nothing wrong in that. Okay? Now, listening requires quality time and attention. Therefore, learning to give your spouse that time and attention is essential where it is lacking. If you are in the habit of not always giving the attention, like as somebody told me, I listen passively because I'm always thinking about this and that and this concerning the home. It simply means you're not giving time for your spouse to talk with you. Okay? A quality time is a dedicated moment when nothing else shares one's attention. I will discuss on quality time in, in detail in another episode. Just know that if proper listening must happen, spouses must be conscious about dedicating time to be with each other. Finding time to do things together will enable creating the listening time. When possible, take a walk together, cook together, eat together, among other things spouses can do together. All these things can encourage listening and bonding at the same time. Okay? Uh, Let me mention also that listening for the phone, for the phone of it may not require creating a special moment. Yes. It simply requires creating an atmosphere. When your spouse knows that there is an atmosphere of freedom, of uh, uh, fun and humor around, around you, they would want to leverage it for fun moments with you, including telling you stories. But if at all times they're not sure that they can just raise anything that can be for entertainment between the two of you, 
it will be difficult. Everything will become so formal, so formal between two people who should be the closest friends. And you know, uh, let that be that atmosphere, that atmosphere that encourages uh, fun moments between the two of you. Um, normally, I should be going to um, on how to listen, but le- I think I will be concluding this discussion, this episode. At this point, we'll discuss how to listen in the next episode. I believe that these points are helpful. I see your marriage enjoying bliss and better intimacy. Bye for now.